I'm Sarah Myerskoff and this is the Insurance Brokers Podcast where we're talking to the personalities and the businesses that sit behind our industry. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe on your chosen podcast streaming platform. Good afternoon, Mike. Thank you very much for joining me. Is it the third time on the Insurance Brokers Podcast? I believe it is. I believe it is. I'm becoming a regular. There you go. Fabulous. You are, and I always enjoy our conversations. Um, I'm really excited about our conversation today for two reasons. One is I want to learn a little bit about the event we're going to talk about because we are reporting at the event, um, so we'll be there. So I'm really excited to hear about it. Uh, We're talking very specifically about it. And while I continue my cryptic introduction, shall I just hand over to you and you can tell us about the event on the 1st of March that the MGAA are hosting. Yeah, that's great. It's great, great to see you again, Sarah. So, so first of March is again uh, for beginning of twenty twenty three. The MGIA is uh, one of our flagship events. So, it's meet the MGIA market, uh, and that brings together our MGAs and the broker community uh, in one place. And to, and this year it's at the Mercure Manchester Piccadilly Hotel, which is only five minutes away from Piccadilly Station. So no doubt the audience who I hope will be attending will be, be very familiar given that Bieber has been held in, in Manchester for the last three years, I believe. Uh, but you know, the importance of this event cannot be undervalued because from a broker lens, you know, they have the opportunity to clearly engage with MGAs they already uh, work with, fantastic, but also explore new relationships with MGAs who are basically showcasing, you know, their very wide and diverse sort of specialist product ranges, you know, their service delivery, uh, all the sort of attributes which MGAs, you know, have been doing successfully for many, many years. And given that our membership, the association and its members tend to about 90% deal with the broker community, It's a fantastic opportunity for those key stakeholders to be in the one room, to network, to talk about the market, to talk about from a broker perspective, their customers needs, the changing needs. You know, let's look, you know, we've got a a challenging economic time. So again, it's an opportunity for brokers to talk about their customers with MGAs in terms of ways they may be able to help their customers navigate sort of, you know, the, the challenging economic uh, backdrop. But generally, you know, we've held this event, uh, you know, for how many years now, I'm not sure, but it's always a fantastic event in terms of bringing MGA members and the broker community together for the benefit, ultimately, of the end customers. Absolutely. I'm quite interested because when um, when we were at uh, uh, the Capacity Exchange event last year, um, a lot of the conversations were about forging new relationships, were about... Um, uh, creating a maximum benefit from existing uh, relationships because of uh, the challenging marketing market conditions that we're in at the moment. So presumably, uh, you must be inundated with, um, you know, interest for this type of event, because I can't imagine there being a better type of event for both brokers and MGAs uh, in the current climate. No, very true. And, and you know, the participant numbers, especially from our, 
our MGA members who are, you know, keen to exhibit and to meet the broker partners is growing day by day. You know, this obviously podcast sort of underlines that if you're haven't booked your table, then you need to book it now, right? So, um, and we'll do all the, the necessary in terms of uh, my executive team. And again, we now have uh, the broker numbers sort of creeping up as well. And again, I'd like to sort of give credit to, uh, you know, Steve White and his team at Bieber who are promoting it, uh, Chris Croft and his team in terms of Lever and promoting it to London market. So again, as a, as a association community, you know, we come together to promote, you know, this event for the benefit of all members effectively in terms of, you know, delivering a fantastic event for the benefit of the end customer. Absolutely. Um, I actually had a chat with uh, Steve uh, earlier today. So it's great that, that Bieber and and, um, uh, and similar are able to support such an important event. Uh, why Manchester? Uh, well, this is where our event, the association's event within our calendar, where we like to go around the country. So our annual conference, as you know, you know, we keep that in London. Our capacity exchange is in London as well. Uh, and that suits our members and the attendees. So we do take that feedback uh, from our members very sort of uh, seriously. But we do like to sort of become less London centric on this event. You know, last year it was in Birmingham. Uh, this year, as you quite rightly say, it's in Manchester. Previously, we've held it in Bristol. Uh, so effectively, it allows, you know, Manchester is a great place. It's a great city. Uh, MJs and brokers love to go to Manchester. So we thought that we would use Manchester as a as a as a base, you know, just as a as a fantastic event and, and clearly to signpost uh, for Bieber that if anyone doesn't know how to get to Manchester, then then come to our event and then you know how to get there for Steve's Steve's Bieber event in uh, in May. Uh, and you can check out which hotel you particularly like and, 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 and things and, like and that. And maybe some of the maybe some of the watering holes as well. <laughs> Absolutely. What's the agenda for the day? What can people expect? Well, effectively, you know, the, the day is centred around brokers and MJs networking and having conversations. So, you know, I'll open the event sort of formally, as you'd expect me to do. And then really it's for the MJA and my executive team to just assist and ensure that the event is running smoothly and that the time for brokers and MGAs to engage, network, have coffee, have a bit of lunch, etc., is all focused on them in those conversations. And, and that's the point of the, uh, of the event, bringing brokers and MGAs together to discuss, you know, the needs of uh, the broker's customers. And don't forget, they all need to come and have a chat with me. Uh, uh, and, and be interviewed by they will, by they will flock to talk to you Sarah. they will that, flock to talk that's to you. what i want that's what i want i want to know why they're there i want to know what challenges they have at the moment what they hope to get out of the event i want to know what they are getting out of the event i want to know everything about uh the brokers mm -hmm. and the mgas that attend so what kind of numbers are you anticipating from your mgaa um membership base well we we're now uh we're now sort of approaching MGA numbers. You know, we're hopeful to break through the 200 MGA barrier probably uh, by the end of February, which is a fantastic milestone for the association. Uh, I think we already have somewhere in the region of 50 or 60 already signed up. Uh, we'd expect that to rise considerably sort of post this, this uh, uh, podcast and obviously the communication program, which we're, uh, 
which we're sort of delivering now in terms of through circulars and, and, and reminders from, from that perspective. And again, from the broker community, if I take a, uh, a bead from the uh, Birmingham event, you know, we had over 200 brokers sort of registered and, and came through to that event in Birmingham. And I would expect uh, the same, if not more. So, you know, it, again, it, it's, it's the opportunity and I know I'm repeating this, but it's a fantastic opportunity for our MGA members. It's part of their membership in terms of uh, this event, you know, to, to come and showcase sort of their product expertise and, and, and their product uh, lines and then talk to brokers, be it their existing distribution and or just as importantly, create new relationships and new distribution. And, and it's all going to be in one place and all under one roof. What, um, more could you, what more could you ask for? It sounds incredible. Is there any kind of structure in terms of speakers, uh exhibits um networking no, no, kind of no, so we have we will have mjs exhibiting uh brokers will be able to we'll keep the uh, the brokers and our mjs uh fed with coffee tea and whatever they need we will also feed them lunch in terms of at the appropriate time of the day and the rest of that time really is for them to to at their own leisure is to speak as to as many mjs as they as they see fit so it's so again a fantastic opportunity and we're not going to corral anyone into a room uh, with sort of a, with me doing a sort of sixty-page PowerPoint presentation, this is all time for for uh, the most important people in that room, which are MGAs and the brokers. The um, the event that that we've done with you guys before, there was such a buzz and such an atmosphere uh, in the room. It was the the capacity exchange, it was the speed dating, but the people and the conversations and the um, just, just the feel of the event was incredible. So I'm really looking forward to this one. I think I think it'll be great. Great networking opportunity for me too. So really looking forward to it. Uh, and I will definitely be putting you in front of the camera before and after to give me your <laughs> your your feedback yeah. on 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 how uh, successful the day's been. Uh, so the Meet the Market is a flagship event. Um, how's it gone in previous years? How did it go through COVID times? Well, we did we did it on a sort of a remote basis, uh, effectively during COVID. That was uh, in the first year of my tenure as a CEO. Uh, it was, I would say, it was satisfactory. Uh, it doesn't and will never replace the ability to network properly in terms of face to face sort of interaction. And, and again, you know that that sort of post COVID. I think I was speaking to someone the other day. I, I think the value. Uh, of face-to-face -face networking and events is really now amplified when we couldn't do it as an industry sort of during COVID. Uh, and I also think that, you know, the industry is actually supporting these events even more than they did pre-COVID because they now identify and recognise the value of doing that. So it's one of those things that when you haven't got it, you miss it even more and more. And I think that value is now being cherished in terms of being able to meet people and network in a normal way as much as, uh, as you know, far more than perhaps it ever was, ever was done before from that perspective. Absolutely. But so, so, you know, that was what we did sort of during the COVID time. You know, last year's Birmingham event was, again, fantastic. You know, great representation from the association's membership and again a very very healthy uh, uh broker turnout you know and again a wide diversity of brokers from different backgrounds you know some specialist brokers in terms of specialist product lines some general brokers but again you know as you quite alluded to you know the buzz which came out of Birmingham you know uh, was very much replicated at our capacity exchange 
uh, in the last quarter last year. And uh, I fully expect that to again to be replicated uh, in uh, on the 1st of March in Manchester. Amazing. Tell me, um, and I'll put the details in the show notes. So if you are listening and you do want to attend, check out the show notes. There'll be a link or an email address for there for you to contact. How does someone go about booking? Okay, so so there will be a link and a uh, a register address in in the show notes, as you, as you say. Uh, you can go directly onto the uh, MGAA website at www.mgaa.co.uk and you can register from that perspective. Or alternatively, you can contact any of the MGAA executive team whose details are also included on the website. Amazing. So this is one of the events that I'm really looking forward to Um uh, in 2023, we're starting to build our calendar of events uh, where we're doing the reporting. Um, we've obviously got Bieber. Uh, there's a couple of others uh, in there that we're just finalising dates for. But this one I'm super excited about. So um, oh we'll be there the night before. Uh, and um, I think Helen mentioned that you might be doing a just a low key couple of drinks the night before if anyone's up there. So um, definitely. If you haven't booked your ticket, do it now. This is your sign. Do not miss out. That's the key. Do not miss out. Absolutely. Tell me about um, the flagship events that the MGAA offer, uh, each of them in turn, and why you should attend. Okay, so we we have a rich calendar of our flagship events, and we've added one at the back end of 2022, which we are repeating in 2023. So in terms of you know, aligning them in day order during a during a calendar year. So first and foremost, we have our Meet the Market event. The Meet the Market event brings together uh, the MGA community and the broker community. The association's membership, uh, effectively 90% of that deals with broker distribution. And that event, you know, allows, you know, through the MGA lens, to both engage with existing broker relationships for which they, you know, they enjoy, but also the opportunity to showcase their products and their underwriting expertise to brokers who perhaps may not be aware of that MGA or effectively, you know, uh, has always been interested in terms of, you know, an MGA which provides that particular product speciality. Uh, we're holding that in in March, first of March, and that will be in Manchester. That is then followed, which is posed, if you talk about flagship events and if you have one at the top of the tree, uh, that is our annual conference. And, and in 2022, uh, our annual conference attracted nearly 900 attendees uh, and they were drawn from MGA, from insurers, from our value supplier members, from the regulatory sort of community and also our friends in other associations. And, and the atmosphere within our annual conference was absolutely fantastic. Uh, and again, this year, as a sign of progress, uh, we've had to move venue in order to give people more space, which I think is a real positive sign for the association and its membership. And effectively, we will be holding the conference in July, uh, and that will be held at Billingsgate in London. Uh, and again, as you can imagine, we are already drawing up the content for the day. The content we will ensure is relevant to all the attendees, both in terms of keynote speaker and our panel sessions. Uh, and naturally, we will have our award ceremony at the end of that day as well. So we're, we're really looking forward again to our annual conference. We then move, move along to our capacity exchange, 
which is normally scheduled around September. Uh, and it's normally September when people are back to work after the, the normal sort of school holiday break. And our capacity exchange again is centered around our insurer members uh, and again, our MGAs. And again, this is the opportunity for, again, through the lens of our, ins our insurer members to articulate their risk appetite uh, and the type of product lines and MGAs they wish to have a conversation about partnering with. And again, from an MGA perspective, to again engage with their current insurers who they work with, but also meet new insurers who have uh, appetite to provide capacity in particular product lines. And we've done that on a speed dating basis, which again provides a fantastic buzz uh, and atmosphere in terms of the room. And again, has been sort of very, very successful. And just finally, again, in terms of flagship events, you know, uh, at the back end of 2022, we we partnered with I Love Claims in terms of a one day conference. And that was an I Love Claims MGAA uh, claims conference. Uh, and claims is a, it becoming, has always been a very, very important part uh, of, you know, any MGA, a successful MGA in terms of its relationship with its capacity and traditionally with a third party administrator. But that's becoming even more and more important in terms of that relationship between the MGA, its capacity partner, and whoever is handling those claims, even if it's actually in-house by the MGA, is becoming more and more increasingly important. And I tend to have found and been quite vocal the fact that I don't think that relationship is as strong, as transparent as it needs to be. Uh, especially for the end customer. And that's recognised when I talk to all of our sort of stakeholder members. So, you know, the inaugural sort of iLife Claims MGAA conference last year was very, very successful. Uh, we covered a lot of ground in terms of uh, addressing some of the challenges and opportunities within the stakeholders uh, to the point that, you know, I've agreed with my counterpart at iLife Claims that we will do that again. And that will be held in London. And I'd expect the... Uh, the attendance of that, both from the claims community and the I Love Claims community and the uh, MGA community to probably exceed 400. You know, there were over 250 people there last year, including exhibitors. And I think that's something we're very, very keen to retain in the, the calendar as a, as a permanent sort of event, uh, not, not least because it's another networking event, but just as importantly, it allows us to cover some really important topics around uh, the delivery of excellence in claims. Amazing. Sounds absolutely fabulous. Um, Mike, I'm really grateful for your time. I'm really looking forward to the first and uh, I shall see you there. Well, cannot wait. Look forward to it. All the best. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Brokers podcast. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to subscribe on your chosen podcast streaming platform and check us out on YouTube.